Well, hello there, and welcome to episode nine of Dear FBI Agent. Congratulations on making it this far. I cannot believe we've been doing this for nine weeks. Yikes. We got some stellar musicians as guests on the show today, and we're going to be catching up with them. A word of caution, the last third of our episode gets a little risky. If you'd rather not take the risk, exit the podcast when our guests leave. If you are up for the risk, you're going to enjoy it. Without further ado, music, take it away. doing this uh fine cloudy evening it's all right i was gonna have dry plans today but that couldn't you know work yeah. out it did not work out unfortunately we were gonna go biking with the boys what can you do what can you do anyway i have quite a story to tell oh yeah you wanted to tell me a couple of days ago and i said yeah. Yeah. give me a live reaction so i recently got a job at uh, mariano's right Right, yeah. As a, you know, like, grocery bagger slash cashier, right? Mm -hmm. And everything seems fine. You know, people are wearing masks. And I I get trained by this uh, this gal named, like, Erin, I think. And she, she, tra she starts training me, and we're, like, not six feet apart at all. She takes off her mask and, like, keeps on saying shit. And I'm, like... Okay. And so I'm like politely, right? I was like, can you please put on your mask, please? And she does, but she's like, she's kind of displays the American ignorance of, well, if I haven't had it by now, I don't have it, period. That, is that what she sounded like? This, well, this female Aaron? No. no. Is she a smoke, smoker, probably? Anyway, uh, we, she, looked, she put it on, you know, she respected my wishes. So I was like, okay, things will be get better, right? And unfortunately, they did not. Anyway, you know, so I kept working throughout the day. People really just don't really care about this pandemic. People are not six feet apart. They're not protecting the employees nor the customers. There is plexiglass, but, you know, they're not taking enough measures. The baggers are too close to the customers, vice versa, right? They care more about money than they do preserving the safety of their employees and customers. So anyway... I walk in the next day, Thursday, for my second day at my new job, and I, you know, she says I'm going to be doing some computer training, and the problem continues, Jonah, that yeah. I sit down at the computer, and some guy sits down at the computer right the fuck next to me, then it's one of the managers, then I look over and see, he takes his mask off, and, and I said, hey, could you please put your mask on, and he's like, well, it's okay. I'm I'm leaving. And he leaves, right? But then before he leaves, he's like, "Well, I'm one of the managers." Like, kind of, in like a threatening way. I was like, mm -hmm. "Do I care?" Interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, you should. But yeah, at like, your place of work, you would, you know, address your manager as well, you. I did, but I he wasn't wearing a mask, so we, I'm trying to get people who preserve yeah. my safety, right? 
and the safety of others. And when they don't do that, I have to call them out because no one else was. So, right, he left and, you know, they continue to like circulate in and like not keeping their distance from me at all. And I talked to like the manager who hired me and I'm like, hey, can we like keep things six feet apart here? I'm kind of uncomfortable. And she's like, okay, if you're uncomfortable, you can walk around for a second, they'll be gone. And problem number one with that, it shouldn't be on me to adjust to people not keeping others safe, you know? It should be on them to create an environment where everyone's safe in this horrible pandemic, but yet they put the burden on me to adjust for their incompetence. So I walk around for a second, come back, you know, they left and I sit down. There's the one guy again, he's like a good amount away, sufficient distance away. And then some other people come in and I talk to her again and I'm like, this is kind of a problem. You can't do this. And she's like, well, like I said, you know, you can get up and wait. They'll be gone in a second. I was like, okay, well, it again, shouldn't be on me to do, to adjust for your incompetencies of not following the CDC guidelines. Right. And then number two, I walk out, out the door and, you know, cause she said I could like walk around until everyone's gone and I walk out the door and and call my mom, who I, whom I trust with all my heart and soul, right? As one should their mother. And I was like, hey, mom, they're being stupid. And she agreed with me, which she doesn't often does, do, do, does. Uh, and I say, hey, mom, what should I do? do I don't want to risk you and JoJo's life because they're being incompetent. And they're like, and she's like, well, probably not the job for you, Louie. And I agreed. And so we both agreed that I should resign and so I walk back in there and just say to the woman her name's Liz and uh incompetent woman uh, and I'm like okay uh Liz I'm gonna have to quit this job if I can't do this and you know everything seems polite right and then I walk out right and uh she's like she doesn't care because she doesn't she never really cared about me which a manager should care about their employees Anyway, uh, then I'm like, you know what? They need to know that what they're doing is wrong because, and I need to stand up to them. And so I walk back. I'm like, hey, can you get Liz for me? I'm talking to this gal and Liz comes out and I'm like, you know, what you guys doing is wrong. It's you're not keeping employees safe. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. You have to be aware that there's a pandemic, right? I'm just like truth talking this bitch. And she, and I'm like, truth, truth, truth. And she's just, you know, she's saying, I hear you, I hear you. And this is stuff. Well, she's, she heard me, but it's clear she didn't. Right. You could sometimes tell. And then this other manager came out kind of like bulkier guy, probably the threatened me. And, you know, I start getting, you know, cause I'm, I'm mad at this point because they're risking my life and my mom's life whose cancer recovered. And, you know, I'm like, come on, guys, you know, you, you, this is CDC guidelines, you're not following the guidelines. And, and the guy has the audacity say, well, you know, um, as you know, it's a recommendation. And, and I'm like, yeah, it's a recommendation that needs to be followed. And the guy's like, yeah, and we're doing the best we can, but it's clear, Jonah, that they aren't. And so, you know, I just say, I end, I said my piece and I said, at best, you are incompetent and at worst you should be fired and then they were like wow 
And then <laughs> I did, I did it. And, and, and they're like, um, and you're going to trash talk us like this. You can leave. And I was like done. And I left and I went home proud that I made the right decision. And that was that point, Louis Mariano's zero game set match match one. I have several thoughts to this story. And what are your um, thoughts, sir? One, I agree with everything that you said to make your point. I think everything you said is true, factual, necessary. And I agree with you standing up for yourself and asserting, you know, acknowledging to these people that there is a pandemic and they need to be better, you know, better about that. But... But you, a, a, a place is running, I'm setting up a scenario for you. This place is running, you know, their business. It is a business. They are there to provide goods and services for the people who come to shop there. They and are make, they are to make a profit. That's their goal. Yes. By providing food and goods and services to people who come, you know, who feel that the risk to shop there, to buy food for their family adhering to, you know, wearing a mask and staying away from other shoppers and doing that to get food. And then the system that they have created, you know, whatever that may be, I don't know. I haven't been there. And whatever system they have created is in effect. And, you know, and in kind of the, the, the people, the people who are working there are working there because they feel that the system, that the way the system is set up, they feel, you know, is they're comfortable with like you obviously were not comfortable with the system and that's why you left well it i don't know if they were comfortable with it they were they were willing to risk whatever was right right but they were willing they were willing to risk and you were not willing to risk because obviously you have different determining factors that go into your risk yeah the thing that made me tense up at the point of your storytelling is just that you applied you were new one day and then telling everyone to change their things for you. Well, not, no, not for me, for safety. For, for because right. Well, I, I understand. Yes. But they're not, they're not changing for me. They're not changing for me. I don't care much about me. I care a lot about the public and the, the safety. I, I, what they're doing is illegal. And I'm asking them to follow the CDC guidelines established by the federal government that aren't good anyway, that aren't strict enough, by the way. Right. And that I understand. Yes, I am in agreement with you. I'm just saying from the other side, that made me tense up. And then also the fact that me like telling people to these, this, the, right? these things, these things, obviously, they're, they're these, the CDC has set their guidelines very clearly and for a very specific reason. However, the re- as, as the reality of it, as, as much as everyone can try to adhere to them, it's just not possible everywhere. It is possible everywhere. They just would rather make profit. No, no, it's not possible everywhere. And in the grocery store, aisles are only so long. Lines are only so you know, thin. People, the cash register is so close to, yes, they put glass. I'm just saying that you know, in, in, in science, in chemistry, where there's like ideal gas laws, these are like these are like ideal CDC laws, and no, no not there are factors ideal. that fact laws that must be followed. Right, but in reality, no, that cannot but always one hundred percent be possible. Be I'm just saying it's not always possible. 
Like but you could do your, like it, we're all doing our best to adhere to them. It was completely possible in that environment. Trust me, I was there. And, and then, so then they were just not willing to change things to, you know, adhere to that. Like you see, you see places like at Jewel, they had the little stamps for people to stand in when they were waiting in line, like six yeah. feet apart here, none here, here. It was at the employee, at the, at the employee level, Mariano's, they're like, you know, aren't, isn't that one of like the rich white people stores? It, the rich white people can, you know, get COVID. I don't care. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Is that, a, is, that a, is that the whole point? Is that our agreement of the story? That rich white people, they can get COVID because... Oh, they can die. That's okay. In fact, I would be happy if that was the case. Um, this took a turn. Um, well, less Republicans, so... I think we should change the subject to a more happy light because I am, we have two guests today that are... I'm actually pretty excited to talk um, to. One of them is going to college with you. They are. Yeah, they are going to be with me at Bradley University, also in the music program. She yeah. will be, be playing flute in the band. Oh. And our other guest was, is, was also a flute player at North, which is kind of why we paired them together, but not really. Um, I think she's doing kinesiology. I'm not sure. She can correct me during the interview. And I think she's also going to play soccer at, uh, man, why don't I know this, at Oshkosh? Well, another thing about this person, uh, one, of the person one of the persons that we're interviewing, is that you guys did have a thing. You dated in freshman year, and you were lovers. Okay. Um, yeah, how about that? Uh, yeah, thank you for bringing that up in the intro. Um, I think that would have you know, come across at some point in the interview. I wouldn't say lovers. That's strong. Um, Look, um, I'm really glad that we're back in our normal roles. It feels much better to be me. <laughs> it feels much yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I think we should start the main event for the evening. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, right. presenting Nicole Thompson and Kate Whitney. Nicole, Kate, how are we doing? Pretty good. <laughs> Great. Awesome. All right. <laughs> All right. We're just going to dive right into it. Uh, our first question for you, what were your first impressions of us when you met us and what were your thoughts? Um, Nicole, we can start with you. Okay. So, Louie, I've been to you since like forever. Let's see. First impression. <laughs> Louie, you were like the quiet kid. That's why like in high school, I was so surprised. I was like, oh my gosh, this is Louie now. <laughs> But like, yes, you were definitely the quiet kid. That was literally the only impression I had. That's great. I think we had like the same teacher in like first grade. Yeah. I don't even remember. Did you have Chambers? Yeah. Miss. Oh, no. I didn't have Miss Chambers then. No. I have Miss Pistolaritas. I can't believe I still remember her name. There's like 13, 14 letters in her last name. Anyways, uh, let's see. Jonah. Huh. I don't really know. You were just that one band kid that was just like, oh, he's so involved. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say I don't, yeah, I don't I just, remember really first meeting you. Yeah, ever. we didn't really meet. I just like saw you around, you know. Mm. Okay, so Jonah, we met. I didn't technically meet in like fourth grade band because you were in percussion. That does not count at all. I didn't like know yes. you, but like technically we're in the same room. But I feel like I met met you in sixth grade. Did we have math together? Yeah. Okay, with, then it was that. You would, you would stab me in the back with your pencils. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. 
So there's um, that. And then Louie, God, okay. I probably knew you freshman year, but I don't remember meeting you. But I remember I remember sophomore year, you were that annoying kid in chem who would sing opera <laughs> while we're trying to do anything. We would hear him on the other side so of the freaking annoying. wall. <laughs> I thought you were so annoying. But then I kind of got to know you in band sophomore year. And like, I don't know, you're just, you're chill. You're crazy. It's great. <laughs> And not to flex that McCracken privilege of you being able to be in the top band freshman year. I know, yeah. Kate not being I, able to. Oh, God. Me neither, and I went to McCracken. <laughs> Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Yikes. Nice. Yeah. Okay, look Nicole, at you what, now. Going what was it like being, I don't know if you had any actual memories or experiences with this last year, but what was it like being a, a drum major with Louie? Like, how does, how does Honestly, that work? <laughs> Honestly, being drum manager, I'm not going to lie, it was kind of boring. Yeah. Because, like, me and Louie would just sit in the back, and you guys were practicing and, you know, warming up, and we're just sitting there. Yeah. Like, what do, what do you want us to do? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it was, like, a cool experience. Now I know that I don't want to go into music education and, like, conduct and do all that. All but... I remember is Mr. Melman just yelling at Louie. <laughs> 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 That's literally all I remember. But, yeah, I think it was a cool experience. Nicole, Kate, you both play the flute, um, and we were wondering what went into your process when picking that instrument, and how's it going with it today? Kate, you go first. <laughs> okay, so the, the real reason why I chose the flute is because in fourth grade, um, my sister tried violin and flute, and she got dizzy after it, and so I wanted to prove to her that I could do it better than her and so that I wouldn't get dizzy and so I was like yeah I'm gonna play this one like I don't even need to try a second one so that was the reason why I chose it hmm. for right now I'm not really playing anymore which might kind of surprise you but um I just kind of burnt out to be honest um I've done so many competitions throughout the years uh and I don't know I'm just kind of over it we were supposed to have a senior recital um in May and then obviously it didn't happen and so I had this piece like prepared since May and now I'm just kind of, I don't know. I just kind of got bored of it and I'm not doing it in college. So that's a, okay. Is that a dog or a cat? No, it's a cat. A cat. A oh, my too. They're both on my bed right now. Nice. What's the cat's <laughs> name? This one's Sunny. Sunny? This one's Smokey. Smoke? Sunny and Smokey. Yeah. Is Smokey have? Yeah. Uh, 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 a problem with the with the cigs? Or... Yeah, she does. Really? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tell her, you know, there's a hotline. Lots of <laughs> hotlines. All right. I'll let her know after this. Just for you, Louie. Yeah. Uh, Nicole. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So, um, first, Kate, what was the piece? Were you going to play the Mozart concerto for... Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's the one I'm working on now, but I'll get into that. <laughs> so let's see. Fourth grade, I tried out the flute and I tried out percussion. And so percussion, we were only given like, you know, the little practice pad with the drum and, or with the sticks and stuff. And you would just, you know, hit it a couple times. I ended up picking the flute because I was like, oh, it's shinier. And who wants to bang on a practice drum? Not knowing that y'all get to play marimba and chimes and like the triangle and like a 
whole bunch of other stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, like, oh, I wish I picked percussion. But then like, so I kept playing flute, kept playing flute. And then I think my sophomore year was when I started to get serious about it. And then, you know, Kate was like, oh, I have this teacher, she's really cool. And I was like, oh, cool. And so me and Kate have the same teacher, Miss Oaks, best teacher on the planet, love her. Um, love her. Yes, love her. <laughs> God bless her soul. But yeah, so that's when I started getting serious about flute. And then I think my junior year was when I realized that I wanted to go into um, music performance and that music was what I wanted to do. And then I was like, after like, I think it was college audition time, I was like, what the world? And it was just like, it was ridiculous. And then I got in all the schools that I, that I um, auditioned for for music. And um, Whitewater was like, we don't have music scholarships for you, so we can't give you any money. So I was like, okay, peace out. Wait, and I then... think that's not true. Cause that's not true. Scholarship. I think, I think. Okay, okay anyway, she going. told me, well, it could be just like a flute thing, because she said they Maybe. have none for me. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so I was like, peace out. And then um, I did get scholarships from Ball State and Bradley for music. And then I've been met with the professor at Bradley, the flute professor there. So we already had like a connection. We were already emailing a lot. So I was like, okay, Bradley it is. Fix Bradley. A uh, couple, like two weeks ago, she sent me a whole long email with a bunch of audition music for August. <gasps> and Yay. the concerto competition in November. And I have to memorize the Mozart. No, I would never yeah. be able to memorize that. Uh-uh. Yeah. And I just bumped up this week. I started doing three hours a day. So yes, that's, <laughs> yeah. I have to bump it up to four by the time we get to college, but yes. Oh my God, I, I can never. I literally, I can't, I don't even know, like I'm gonna have to bring this with me, but like, I don't know if you see that on my closet, that like sheet of paper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of checks on it. Like each, I have like 15 minute, like little chunks. And so like, if I do an hour, I mark off like four 15 minute stuff. So that's how I keep track of my hours. But yeah. Well, I guess I'll see you at Bradley. That's yes. cool. We'll <laughs> talk about that later. Um, yes. I know, obviously, what you are doing for college. But as I was trying to, Louis was asking me what you guys are doing. And I was like, Nicole, bam, bam, bam. And then I kind of, I know, Kate, you're <laughs> going to Oshkosh, right? Yes. But what you, what you, what you doing there? Um, so I'm majoring in kinesiology. Um, and then possibly playing soccer there. We'll see. Corona kind of messed that up, but we'll see. I hate Corona. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I would kill it, I but, guess. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually love it. It's like the best thing that's happened so long. Oh, my God. It's great. What accent are you trying to do right now? What is that? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, where's Oshkosh, Kate? It's in Wisconsin. Okay. It's like two and a half hours away from here. Cool. So, not too far. Right, right near here. You'll, uh, I'm going to McAllister, so I, in Minneapolis, so that's pretty close. Might come and visit. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Wait. All right. I'm going to go back to Bradley with Nicole and you know, ask about what your excitement is about being with Jonah or not. So... I would say it's nice to have somebody that I know going to Bradley with me. You know, you spent the past four years with them. So, I mean, you know, it's nice. 
you know somebody when you're going and starting this new chapter of your life. And we're in the same program relatively too, so yes. at least we'll so we'll be in the music building a bunch. So I'll mm -hmm. see you there. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Um, I have an awesome roommate too. She's actually a music music education major, so that's cool that our majors kind of line up somewhat. Did you find her on that the the Facebook thing? Yeah, like she reached out to me on Snap, and then like we ended up like video chatting for like a couple hours and we just like clicked I'm ready to get out of here um I hate Skokie it's so boring people are weird not you guys but like, you guys are weird in a good way <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna name any people but I don't want to throw any shade on here start some drama <laughs> even though I'm, I'm I kind of miss the drama I'm not gonna lie ever since we left school it's like nobody tells me anything I'm like please I need to hear something well yeah nothing's going on I know nothing's going on because nobody wants to fight each other. I'm like, please tell me who fought. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited about Bradley. Hopefully I can join as many things as I can, even with practicing a bunch of hours. But yeah. How did you guys, because um, you, you just mentioned the not having the school thing. How did you guys really handle the not having our last three months of senior year? I was really upset, especially about like soccer season and stuff. Like, but it's okay. I mean, it is what it is. And I think it brings us all closer together um, in a way, even though like we're technically farther apart, um, it kind of brings us all closer together because we're the only class that has ever experienced this and stuff. Um, so there's that. But I was really upset, but I had to jump right in to like helping out my family and stuff because of the two little ones and everything. So it was just kind of like school ended and then like a different, life kind of started for me and I, I kind of feel like a parent which is not good it just kind of it was just kind of in the back of my head this whole time that we missed our senior year but I just had to focus on you know other stuff keeping the kids happy and safe and everything That's that was very mature that was sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna dial it right up to a 10 Kate and Jonah I know that freshman year you guys were a thing you <laughs> Together? Of course you would bring that okay. up. <laughs> Wait, okay. let me mute myself. <laughs> um, oh, oh boy. I knew this was going to come up, Louie. <laughs> I, I knew it too, because it was, yeah. Uh, I, what started it? How did it end? What attracted you to each other? Um, oh my God. Wait, we'll start with you. Hold, hold on. With me? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's a lot of questions. That is a lot of questions. Um, and I feel like not all of those questions are going to be answered. That's but some will be answered. Okay. I'll take any. On both ends. Wait, can he start? Yeah, I could start. Yeah, um, okay. Because that was <laughs> whack. Can you repeat the <gasps> <Louis>. question? <laughs> I'm going to think very carefully here. Um, all right. I'll give you time to think because I think that's what you're really asking for here. What <sighs> your relationship? How did it oh, end? God. What attracted you to each other? Go. I remember, well, this is going to sound weird. Oh, God. Um, I remember writing her a letter at, like, yep. the end of eighth grade. Yep. Well, the, pro the, pro the, main, the main problem from, like, seventh grade <laughs> to present day is that I never, we, like, we would talk about this all the time. I just, we were never <laughs> able to see each other. Yep. Like it was, and this was like before I had my phone, I think. 
this isn't really answering any of your questions. Um, there was just a lot. Yeah, the way the, I wrote the I wrote the letter, and I was like, "Yo, let's do this." You bad? Oh my god! I'm this bad. Is so uh, <laughs> <laughs> and here's here's another thing that I know some of the people listening is gonna be thinking about um, as Nicole darts in and out of frame from <laughs> pure joy of this moment. A me thing, something I don't do, something I hate, even like to the to the like most minimal extent is like I I hate PDA like I am not there for it at all we would sit outside the lockers <laughs> and I would be so pissed oh my God. because everyone would just be like watching and be like why aren't you doing anything yeah. and I was like what do you what do you wait like what do you what do you want for me to what do, do? <laughs> and there was just like a this is so bad oh my god oh my god <laughs> Louis why <laughs> Um, and it was just a combination of never actually being able to see her and through complications of school and she couldn't come into my house and I couldn't really hey, go into her that house. Wasn't and my, I, that was my parents. And, and I, I'm allergic to like half of her home. That's so not that's me. what oh ended God. it. Yeah. Um, I am going to stop talking and let you talk now. I mean, you kind of said it all. I don't know. <laughs> Right, what more do you want, Louis? Um, yeah, what, what, what do you want? What is the goal here? <laughs> what are you trying to get out of this? We got the end, but uh, we didn't get like what attracted you to each other. We didn't get that. Why, do you, why do you care? Why does that matter? <laughs> well, it, was, it was part of the question. Um, I'll just say, wouldn't you like to know? And that alludes to, for you people who don't watch this, um, episode five. Yeah, so you can uh, fuck yourself. And think about what you've Next done question. today. <laughs> See, look what you've done. She can't even show her face in the screen. Because <laughs> I'm red. I'm really red right now. <laughs> okay, Louis. Next question. Next question. Wow. I think. Well, I, I could. I could save this. Um, Nicole, this is a question for you specifically. Sometimes this is just something I think about at night, or like you know, while I'm drifting off to sleep, and then I wake up because I'm like, wait a minute. Do you? Do you ever wonder? in life that you're going to find a soulmate who is either gravy catchphrase oriented or involved? Like, are you looking for the gravy to your biscuits? Um, you know what? Here's the thing. There's a lot of, uh, well, yes, I would love to see or, you know, witness my beautiful gravy at some point in my life, but you know, there's a lot of, uh, cheddar, I should say. That's, um, you know, mm. okay. On okay. that's, you know, on the biscuit, so I'm kind of like, right, right. <laughs> okay. You know, it's just just cheddar. It's not it's not gravy yet. It's not gravy. Mm -hmm. So I mean, who knows? Who knows who gravy will be? But you know, maybe I'm hoping that you know maybe one cheddar you know would turn into gravy. You know, that's for another time. <clears throat> All right. Great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Louis, you made this so uncomfortable for everyone. Way to go, Louis. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I just find this so funny. All right. Make it uncomfortable, Louie. This is awesome. I know. <laughs> uh, what, well, this is a question we ask for uh, all of our guests since like episode four, when we actually interviewed Mr. Our friendly neighborhood is Mr. Ortman. Um, <laughs> we'd like to know, Jonah and I aren't the best at the romantics and, and the ladies. And <laughs> What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> well, 
this was an agreed upon question, but I don't know, Jonah. If no, no, you changed the you changed the question. We would like to know what romantic advice do you have for us? Oh my God, <laughs> Nicole, mm. let's start with you. Oh. That's actually really hard because, like, you're you're. I'm not, it's nothing against them, but like, you keep asking like not the most effective. You just asked what ended my relationship, and now you're asking her for <laughs> advice. <laughs> does that does that seem wrong or off to you at all? <laughs> Louis, no, it seems completely normal. Is that weird that I see that it that way? No, but it's how, normal. I find it normal. But how does okay? How does that? Oh, never mind. Like, what do you expect? How do you expect her to answer the question? I feel like it really depends on the girl, you know? Because I'm like, if somebody were to take me out, I'm not going to like, I mean, I don't mind dinner, you know? But like, I'd rather a, an amusement park, you know? Like, yes, I'd yes, rather, yes. you know, go to Six Flags or something and do something fun or like do laser tag and something like that. But like, I, yeah, it really depends on the girl, but I feel like that's don't hard. Don't be boring. <laughs> yeah, don't this be boring. This is not a jab at you, Jonah. This has nothing to do with you. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying in in general, like don't be boring. Don't always do the same kind of thing. Like go on adventures. Do something. Do something different. Like you know what I mean. Don't always like stay in. Like <laughs> go out. Go for a hike. Go for a picnic. Do something like that. <laughs> now, I'm not saying anything that you just said is related to me either. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is. A dinner costs like twenty bucks, maybe. Well, and and then let's go to McDonald's. Park might cost okay a lot okay. more. But you could. No, like, I, I understand. I completely agree with what you're saying. Also, like the guy you know. doesn't have to pay every time. Like I don't get why that's a stereotype. Like the girl should at least offer to pay. And if the guy yep. says no, if the guy says no, then that's on him. He he he's got to take it. But if she offers to pay and like. You can totally say, yeah, sure, we can split the bill or something like that. You know what I mean? And like, you don't always she, have to take the bill. If she brings up going out, you have, you can't, uh, I, I can't stand <laughs> this. Like, if, if, like, I suggest going out and I don't pay, that's just, like, that's, no. Because you no, suggested to go out. So, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I completely yeah. agree with what you said, Kate. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I would like Thank to you. find people who would, will, will, or the willingness to pay. We took econ. Kate went on dates. Kate, who was the payer? What me? What are you doing? <laughs> Can you stop? <laughs> who paid? When... Okay, but he didn't allow me to pay. Again. Oh, Jonah, you just... is it is it bad that I don't remember? Yes. I <laughs> I remember this. I was <laughs> telling you to, to leave my wallet at home. You were like, don't even bring it, and you got mad at me because I brought it with. I remember that. Where, uh, where? I don't remember where we're going, but you told me to leave it at home, and I was like, "Well, good no, for us for doing things." It. I didn't think we did that. Yay! Oh boy. Oh God. Yes. Oh. It just <laughs> when you when you, Kate, when you when you when you tell your parents that um you were on the podcast today, just just make sure they okay. don't know when they hear oh. it. Oh right, no, definitely not. Yeah, that would that would be. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Definitely not. Yeah, don't worry. Louis, stop. Louis, are you eating ice? You're he does sure? that every time. I, love it just goes ice. I can't do it. Ugh, it's gross. I don't know why. What? It's not Did you spit it out? on the podcast? That's disgusting. Did you spit it back into the glass? I'm, I may have, yes. Oh, it is no. known to, for, to be a spit. <laughs> oh, yes. 
You know, Auntie Annie's has the best ice. They got like little poop shaped ones. That's actually true. Oh, I agree with that. So good. You go to Auntie Anne's for how did you say it? <laughs> the poop. Wait, no. I, I say Annie's. You say Anne's? Yeah. Oh, gross. What? Because it's either you know, it Auntie Anne's or it's Annie Anne's. Well, it's gotta... spelled like Anne, but like I say Annie. I've been saying Annie forever. Do you do you go there for like for the ice? Is that? Well, I'll get a pretzel, but, you know, I always, you know, get a cup of ice. And Chick-fil-A ice. Oh, the best. Interesting. You got to know your ice, man. Got to know your ice. That's some romantic advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better play some good ice. You got to know what your girl's favorite ice is, or else it just won't work out. Are we supposed to just know that beforehand? Or is that, so can I, hey, what's your favorite ice? Yes, you have to ask. And it's if she nice thinks breaker. you're weird for that, then... Then dump her. Yeah, you gotta dump her. <laughs> hey, Jonah. <laughs> oh, God. Yes. <laughs> Let me go and mute myself again. <laughs> it's time to ask the next question. Oh, you can't do that. You're scaring me. Um, okay, okay, this is for Nicole, I guess, again. Uh, so you can, um, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> recently, you've kind of been blowing up on the TikToks. That's if you want to share kind of how that came to be and what you're doing with that. All right, so one day I was just like, you know, this Bach P hits, like, you know, the beat is just fire. So I was like, ugh. So I just played that part and I posted on TikTok and like I had like maybe like 600 views. I'm like, man, this is not going anywhere. And it was like five days. Then I wake up and it's like six days. It's been out like almost a week. And then um, I didn't go on TikTok first. I actually went on Snapchat. And um, I don't know if, if you know Tessa, she graduated last year. Right. She was a biket. Yeah. So she like sent me a snap and she never like snaps me. <laughs> so um, she was like, OMG, Lizzo commented on your post. And I was like, what? <laughs> so <laughs> I opened TikTok immediately and I was like, Lizzo's was the top comment. And I, I almost had like 100,000 likes and I was like, wow. And then it didn't stop there. Like, I had a whole bunch of follows. I'm at like 24,000 followers now, just from one video. Then I think like after Lizzo's comment, like three days later, I was uh, like playing dominoes with my family in the living room. And then right after I got a notification on Instagram and it was from BET and it said they tagged me on a post. And I was like, no way. So I went to BET and I saw that they posted my video and I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> And then, you know, then my whole like church or whatever, they started posting it on their Facebook page and they're like, oh my gosh, Nicole, TikTok celebrity. I know her. I know her. I'm like, I don't know y'all. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, and then, um, let's see what else happened. Actually, earlier this week, like a couple days ago, um, there's this girl named Chloe Flower. She's a famous pianist. She went to Juilliard and she went to Manhattan School of Music. And um, she saw one of the pieces that I duetted uh, for one of her songs. And then she posted it on her Instagram story. And she was like, oh, my gosh, girl, this sounds amazing. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you went to Juilliard and you're complimenting me. So <laughs> and then, yeah. So I'm just like, I'm glad I have a platform to really build off of, especially since I'm going into music performance, like, you know, having a platform to be able to do stuff like that. So that's really all I do now. I just, I only post flute videos. I only, 
I, I've actually noticed that only my classical music ones are blowing up, which is strange. Cause you know, I'd think that, you know, people would like, you know, covers of like, you know, um, songs by rappers or something, stuff like that. But they like Bach and they like Mozart. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll just do that. I love Mozart. I love that you love classical music. Not many people like classical music and it's yes. because it's great. Oh, let me show you something real quick. It's a Mozart statue. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> he yeah. looks at me while I'm practicing. So whenever I'm practicing Mozart, I like would look up and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's watching me. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, I love, that's literally all I listen to. Kate has seen my classical music <laughs> playlist. Yeah, it's a lot of, I love Beethoven. I think he has to be my favorite. That's dead though. My favorite that's alive is Hans Zimmer. Love him. Holy time I love him. Kate knows. <laughs> yes, I do. Hans <laughs> Zimmer. Yes, I do. Yes. This is a question for both of you, because um, we all have Mr. Mailman as a teacher. We would like to know what makes Mr. Michael Mailman damn near the best teacher on planet Earth. Kate, we can start with you. I'd probably say his connection with us. I feel yeah. like sometimes I feel like he's not really a teacher. Like he's just kind of another student in the room enjoying what he does. And he's just hilarious. I don't know. I think I think he's just his connection with everyone. Nicole. And then Nicole. Um <laughs> definitely I agree completely with what Kate said. And also like what other teacher is gonna stand with me at football games and yell biscuits with me? <laughs> Like, no other teacher would ever do that. I've never met a teacher as fun as him. Like, he literally just, like, like I always look forward to band. It's for, like, because you know how people are, like, in other classes, like, in math especially? Oh, yes, we have a sub. For band, I'm like, oh, gosh, we got a sub. Yeah, <laughs> so, same. Yeah, it's always a fun class to look forward uh, to. He's a great person, great band director, great everything. Louis and I talk about this often, and we're going to try and settle it once for all, uh, maybe in a month or two when we, uh, Louis wants Melman on this thing. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but do you guys think that Melman would say he likes Louis more or say he likes me more? Oh. <laughs> if you had to guess. Why would you ask that question to them? To prove Louis, you You can't wrong. talk about asking weird questions, okay? Also that, also that. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, I don't know, I'd have to say, he's probably gonna say Jonah. Yeah. Just cause, uh, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, Louis. <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, think, sorry, Louis. Oh. <laughs> I think it's cause like, we're in class with you, Louis. I don't know, you guys just have some special bond and it's kind of like, but it's like a, like a weird one. Yeah. Like, you're like that annoying good. student and like, it's kind of like him and Bryson. Like, you're kind of like, oh my God. well, okay, I'm not even going to try and compare you to Bryson. I'm not going to try and compare you to Bryson because that's, that's a whole nother story. But <laughs> I feel like, yeah, like, you're just like that one student and he's like, oh my gosh, I can't stand him, but I love him. Like, he's my favorite. You know, that kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how he is with you, Jonah, but like, you definitely, you probably are his favorite because you drink the band water, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Oh God. Um, we can edit this out if you guys have nothing to say, and then me also saying that. But um, we can, if we want, we can open up the floor to you guys if you have any questions for us that you wanna get off your chest, yell at us, 
scold us. Why would they scold us, Jonah? Because you asked some fucking stupid questions. <laughs> I was gonna say that. I was just gonna say that exact thing. All right, Kate. Like, Lynn, on, I'll now. let you. I'll let you have the floor, Kate. Uh, go I ahead. mean, I was just gonna. I was just gonna shame Louis. Come on now, Louis. Like, why does it matter other people's love life? I'm just saying. You like that's not your business. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're just. We're you know. We're just. Uh, uh, Makes it interesting. Makes it interesting. Thank you, Nicole. I feel like me and Nicole are... <laughs> that's, that's... Makes it interesting for you. Makes it awkward for everyone else. Exactly. That's like the ideal... <laughs> I mean, I was fine talking about it. I just you shouldn't know. have to talk about it. Thank you. Yeah. Well, On the, you know, internet. <laughs> Stop drinking while we're recording. Every fucking time. <laughs> All right. Well, oh this has been an absolute blast. We couldn't have asked for better guests for today. You uh, two have been the light of the podcast, the light of our world. Thank you for making bands so special and so um, so worthwhile. You add a lot to the band program, and you should be both. You both should be really proud of what you've done um, over your four years. And I hope you both succeed in all of your endeavors. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was, wow. That was a lot nicer than before. Me neither. <laughs> you guys are cool. We like you both very much. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much. <laughs> thanks for having us. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thanks for having us. <laughs> All right. Thank you for coming, and we'll see you soon. So, Jonah, how'd you think that went? Oh, man. Oh, it was lovely. It was lovely. Hey, Jonah. Hey, Louie. You like when I talk like this? No, it actually um, makes me pretty flaccid down there. I've never been more limp, actually. Really? Because yeah. I am erect. Is that right? That is right. I'm getting close to the mic so they hear me well. No, you'll just be louder. That's that's not fun. That's not what they want in their ears. They want they want smooth, baby. Yeah. Hey, Louie. Yeah. What you wearing? Nothing. Oh, well, um, put something on so I can tell you to take it off. All right. I'm wearing just a thong for you. Take it off. All right. Here we go. Can you back up from the mic? Because you're hurting my ears. That's, that's not what we want. All right, here we go. I'll take it off for you. Just one second. Done. Thongs don't have zippers. But what was... Shit. What, what was that? Well, anyway, now I'm completely naked for you. Why wasn't there a, why wasn't there a bump in the front of the thong? Uh... Can you back up from the fucking mic? Sorry. It's, uh, why wasn't there a bump, you say? Yeah, usually there's like a bulge. Yeah, well, my thing is average. It's not, uh, it's not, 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 not huge. Oh, um, well, um, well, thank you. I'm sure that was, you know. Anyway. So I guess the package isn't packing? Well. I know you're packing. Let's see what you uh, have to offer. You may not have the package, but I bet you that the shipping is free. Oh, yeah. 
Free shipping. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what I love? Mm, what's that? You know what really gets my gears going? Tell me. You know when that postman brings you that envelope and they give you it? And you take you take the mailman. No. And what do you what do you do with the mailman? Wait, what? Not the postman, the envelope. Oh, oh, the the envelope that the man was bringing. You know what really makes me makes me ejaculate when? Now wait a minute. When they give you the envelope and you just have your way with the envelope, you just go. What? Now I'm confused even more. What are you? You're aroused by the envelope. Didn't that noise just get you going? Uh, no, sir. That, well, no. No. You've, I've reached a new level of limp. I, I didn't know you could do that to me. Well, you always have. Even at flaccid length, some monster you got in there. Ah, oh, Jonah. I would like to take this time to apologize to all the adults and all the kids listening to this section of the podcast. Dear FBI agent. Yeah, what are you going to say to me? Honestly, wait, no, I'm, talk, I'm, talking, I'm talking to the dear what? FBI agent. Yeah. Shut, shut up, oh, dear no. FBI agent. I'm horny for something. Can you let me talk I'm to watching. the agent? I'm watching. Shut up. I am. For, Stop, stop talking. Fine. Stop talking. Okay. Dear FBI agent, honestly, kind of into this. Not him, but you and me, maybe, maybe we can turn things around. I think this is a, a nice change of pace to glide us into the season finale, don't you think? I think it's a erotic change of pace i mean not uh, granted a lot of this has been quite erotic can i just get to the chase i want you to rip me put i want you to expand me to me oh no 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 that is oh, yeah oh, this that, uh, deep i like it you kind of ruined the sensual moment several times already i don't you know it really gets me going President Xi Jinping of China. You know what I'll say? Does the deed. Kim Jong Un. Is that what the Un stands for? Un. Um, at this point, I don't even know if I can face anyone who would listen to this episode. This is um, this huh? is getting a little um, a little risky. Well, it got it got a little risky a long time ago, but you know. That's what makes it fun. Jonah, I'd like to make an announcement for our precious viewers or listeners. Mm -hmm. All right, next episode is going to be a really great thing. It's the season finale of our podcast. We are going to have the real father of our child on. You remember that baby that we had? Yeah, remember how we made this whole plot and we started the Dear FBI agent lore right off the bat and then seemed to never touch it again? Yeah, we're going back in. We're touching. We're diving back in. We are 
diving back balls deep into this plot and we are going to it's going to be crazy it's going to be no holds bar and it will shock you we have a shocking ending planned so we will, will it will rock your world goodbye everyone and see you next week wait 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 wait, wait louis louis yes sir we, we didn't sign off yet what are you what are you doing oh all oh, right yeah well, well you you fucking forgot about how about we do dear fbi agent tear me to shreds oh i have a better one actually dear fbi agent tear my ass up like it's wrapping paper on christmas morning that is graphic that is horrible i love it one two three dear fbi agent Tear my ass, ass up like like wrapping paper on Christmas, on Christmas morning. That was so bad, but that so, was um, so but good. so so good. I would like to resign from this podcast. Um, this is this was a mistake. You're in too deep now, son. Oh, I'll tell you when we're in too deep. I'm having a baby. Yes, I'm about nine months pregnant now, and I am feeling the struggle. It's not easy being a woman. Me and Isaac have a lot to catch up on and plan. Jeez. <clears throat> oh, God. I think my water just broke. Oh, God. Oh, never mind. I just spilled some of my iced water. Anyway, stay tuned for the season finale next week. Music, take us home.